I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Pod Bible Podcast, released to coincide with World Mental Health Day. My name is Adam Richardson and I'm here with Scroobius Pitt. Hello, how's it going Adam? Good, very good and even better because I'm also here with Stu Whiffin. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, you good? Yeah, very good. Thanks for asking. And uh, it's always good to ask those kind of questions, isn't it, Stu? And I'm trying to do a very cheesy link, and I'm just going to keep going and and go with it, and you guys can judge me at the end. I like it. Okay. Basically, we're doing this because it is World Mental Health Day, and uh, at the moment especially, it's so important to keep these kind of conversations around mental health going. And we just think, you know, with everybody that's been affected by the consequences of coronavirus, it's just even more vital So what we thought we'd do is do things slightly differently, do a bonus episode, um, but instead of getting um, one podcast and then two others to recommend, we thought we'd get two guests talking about their mental health podcasts, uh, which we're going to do shortly. And then, Pip, you're going to talk about some of your uh, very special Distraction Pieces episodes that uh, sort of relate to mental health. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, completely. I said it was a a really odd one that... Unlike our, our two wonderful guests, I didn't start Distraction Pieces as a mental health podcast, but because of how relevant it is to everyone's life, quite soon in having these long conversations with people, I realised that mental health came up almost every episode and even more intensely in some than others. So yeah, we'll yeah. have a good chat about it. And Stu, you're going to kick us off, I believe. You had a, you had a chat. I did. And uh, so first, uh, our first guest today, talking all about the mental podcast, is Bobby Temps. Bobby, can you please tell me all about your podcast? Sure. So I host a podcast called Mental, the podcast to destigmatize mental health. And as much as we can, we try and do what it says on the tin. So we have open and honest conversations about mental health to hopefully inspire listeners to go on and and continue that in their own lives Um, and just, yeah, lift the lid on what living with mental illness can be like in, in the real world and how working on our mental health and being conscious of it is something that everybody should have some awareness of. Why did you decide to do the podcast yourself? I think like many people that get into mental health podcasting, it it was partly from personal experience. So I'd grown up dealing with two mental illnesses and eating disorder and depression and not really having any understanding of what I was going through and didn't get help with those until adulthood. And so it was a way to try and find a positive in that, that I'd struggled for a long time, but I'd learned a lot along the way. And I'd built up a lot of empathy for other people's experience, for the things that you don't see from what we present to the outside world, because I'd had so many years of masking my emotions, pushing them down, pretending I was okay. You know, even how many pictures I look back on now where I'm smiling and I can tell that it's fake. And... I wanted to find a, a way to turn 
what I'd learned from that into a positive thing. So hopefully other people get a bit of a shortcut. They get to learn from me and the guests I interview um, and yeah, get support and understanding a lot sooner. Have you found that doing the podcast has helped you as well? Oh, for sure. Which I feel like you're not meant to say because, you know, it really is about ending mental health stigma and the greater good. But of course, what I have learned is that podcasts can teach you so much and that's even more so when you host one. And the thing that was a challenge actually, but I think me and the listeners and my co-hosts learn a lot from was actually how much internalized stigma we had going into that experience that I'd always been that guy in the friend group that you talk feelings with or about, you know, relationships and that kind of stuff. I was never like the football friend. Right. But that doesn't mean that I actually hadn't soaked up some of the mental health stigma. And so looking back, there was a lot of points where I was drawing a line. I was talking about certain things, but I wasn't talking about the mental health side. I talk about feeling, I talk about feeling sad, but I second guess myself before talking about depression. And so I think that's been the most powerful change that now I'm almost in a strange post stigma bubble where I don't even think about it. Of course, I talk about mental health all the time. And then every so often I come across somebody that flinches at that and I'm reminded how much stigma there still is. Yeah. I mean, what what kind of feedback have you had since you sort of launched the podcast? Because when we spoke to Scribius Pip about this, you know, about people opening up about mental health within podcasting, not just podcasts that are focused on, on mental health, but, but just podcasts on the whole can be a welcome distraction from from you know everyday concerns and happiness i just wondered like if you you know if your podcast is you know as yours is focused on mental health like you you must have had some pretty serious feedback i imagine from your listeners oh for sure and it's interesting that you bring up the idea of distraction because i think in a strange way our show does kind of provide that that as much as it's very real and raw and honest, and we talk about very serious topics, there's also a, a lightness that can come with offloading. And for the listeners, there's something to hearing other people's experience and think, oh, they've gone through something so different, and yet there's all these parallels, there's all the, this human connection crossover. And so a lot of the feedback we get is around that, is people saying, you know what, I don't just understand my mental health better. I feel I understand other people's and I'm so much more empathetic and I I feel comfortable having conversations. And that's how deep the stigma goes. You know, it's not just about avoiding conversations about mental ill health. It's also our inability to talk about grief. It's also us feeling the pressure to be happy or justify our emotions if we're not there's there's so much to it that's just day-to-day life stuff so yes absolutely we get incredible feedback you know we get things like this podcast gave me a reason to look forward to thursdays again um i feel like i've been able to reconnect with my child who has depression from listening to this i realized how much i judged myself for my anxiety And now I've learned to find what it's taught me and how it's shown me empathy 
and that there can be in recovering from this some positives and you know it's it's still surreal to get bits of feedback like that because you know we're here (laughs) talking like with with podcasting in general you are speaking to all these people who are not in the room and it can feel a bit like speaking out into the void so to hear that people are connecting so strongly to the conversations you have it's yeah it's magic i love it I mean, just to go back a little bit as well, and you mentioned the sort of variety of, of very serious and heavyweight sort of topics that you you know that, that you cover uh, on the podcast. I just want to know, Bobby, when how did you sort of approach building a concept for this podcast? Well, I think what I've learned about myself actually through podcasting is that I'm just very vision driven. So. I, you know, I don't think I was ever going to do a show which was just general chats. I would always want to have yeah. a purpose behind it. And so by having that tagline, the podcast to destigmatize mental health, that gave us something to aim for. You know, we were this new podcast that nobody had ever heard of. And now we've reached a point where we are filling that title. You know, we are filling that that goal. And so that's where the core concept came from. But then it's expanded more and more. And so, like you say, we've covered so many themes. The theme that went out, you know, as of today recording this, uh, is on crime as a factor in mental health. And we talked to someone who had lost her husband to murder. And that's, thank God, something that very few people go through. But something like crime more generally affects so many people. And so often the focus is on the perpetrator and the victim. And you rarely hear about the family on either side of that. And yet, if you add it up, that's such a big human cost, how many people are affected. And so that's what's really grown out of this, that all these themes that we get to cover just show, without us having to be preachy about it, that mental health interlinks with everything. You know, we do episodes on body image. We do episodes relating to mental health education, which we campaign for. We do episodes on money and all these different things that that can be linked. So for listeners of this podcast, if you was to suggest to, to somebody that hadn't listened to your podcast yet, an episode that would be a good go-to for a, a, you know, a solid introduction to to what you do, where would you direct them? Would you say go to the very beginning and, and, and work your way through? Or is there one that you would say, this is this is where I feel, you know, that the podcast really found its identity? <laughs> yeah, I think I probably wouldn't say start at the beginning, but I think that is partly... <laughs> Nobody ever does, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I think it's partly artist-type brain, right? That you, Because you see how you're constantly improving. Like, I, look, I listen back to old episodes sometimes and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't have asked the question like that now. <laughs> Um, so I think for me, particularly with the pandemic, that it's, it's can be so all-encompassing, it feels like some days. I would say we did an episode with Julia Bainbridge on loneliness um, a little while ago. Um, that's incredible and, and quite uplifting, even though it's, you know, a serious and important topic. And also we did one on grief with Sophie Savage. And she has a way of dissecting the sort of stigma around grief and our inability to talk about it and actually how important it is as an experience, you know, that we shun this thing that actually really helps us get through what can be the toughest experiences of our lives. And so we must embrace it 
and do our best with it and keep talking about it. And so there are two that, that jump to mind that are yeah, powerful. Wonderful. Bobby, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. There we go. That was Bobby Temps. Um, yeah, amazing podcast there and a great ch- chat, right, Stu? It was absolutely yeah Yeah, he's he's, he's such a lovely guy bobby as 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 everybody's just heard and uh and yeah it's a great thing he's doing with that podcast it really is i think as adam kind of touched upon particularly in these bizarre times i think podcasts and podcasts about mental health are more important than ever i guess because people who can't speak to their 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 relatives or or friends as easily it's great to have someone to to listen to to know that you're not alone in the things you're going to and to get some advice so uh, yeah good work on that conversation Stu, and good work to, to bobby obviously shall we have a little break and then we'll come back with another chat yeah yeah let's do it okay we are back from our short break and we're more than ready to get into another conversation with another wonderful podcast and i was lucky to talk to ellen and yvette from mentally yours Okay, I'm joined today by Ellen and Yvette from Mentally Yours. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank you for having us. Um, So the first thing we'd like to do, obviously, is just ask all about your podcast, really. So I'd like to start off, maybe, Ellen, if you could tell us what it is and uh, maybe how it came about. I was hoping Yvette would take that one, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, She's better at explaining it than I am. So basically, it is a podcast all about mental health. Um, Both Yvette and I have long-term mental illnesses which is fun um, and something that we have in common we also started working at metro together Yvette has now left metro but continues to do the podcast with us every week we talk to someone with kind of lived experiences of mental illness or to a mental health expert about their experiences and what they've kind of learned through their experiences as well Um, and in recent weeks we've been doing kind of coronavirus specials because obviously we're living through a pandemic and that has quite the impact on our mental health so we've been doing kind of specials on like lockdown dealing with the anxiety of returning to work when there's still scary illness stuff happening Um, and we're starting to return to the more semi-normal not as coronavirus focus but that's what we've been doing the last few months. Okay. And what about the the format? I mean, I know you guys have a lot of different guests, but as you say, things have, have changed a little bit over, over the last few months. Um, Yvette, would you say that you have a, a sort of set format or things that you like to tick off throughout the episode or do things just flow naturally? I think things flow fairly naturally. It's a fairly straightforward format. When we actually launched the podcast, we tried a few sort of extra things. Like at the very start, we did things like... Um, things that were annoying us and um, stupid crap my brain has, has come up with at 4am was one of these things. So we had that and then we also um, had a thing about things that had really annoyed us that week. So we, we tried a few little extra things, but the, the thing that seemed to really work was just the main chat. So the main interview with a person seemed to be the thing. So the format really for us is we have um, our little jingle by Lucy Baker at the start and then we just introduce the guest and then we have, it's basically just a, an old school interview reader, I guess, both being journalists, that's sort of the natural format for us. Um, and it's usually fairly laid back conversation. During um, the pandemic, it's been a little bit more serious, I guess, just because we've had um, psychiatrists, psychologists, you know, um, experts, you know, charity CEOs um, going into sort of more detail. So it's maybe felt a little bit more sort of formal, official. But usually when we're chatting to people with lived experience, it's a lot more sort of laid back and, and it's just sort of, 
having a chat about mental health stuff, really. Okay, great. Um, and uh, Ellen, could you tell us a few of the guests that you've had, maybe some of the highlights, or to give us an idea of the variety of different guests you've had? Well, I always struggle, yeah, <laughs> I struggle uh, remembering names and also picking favourites. But to give some of the like breadth of the people we've had on, we've had an anonymous woman who has dissociative identity disorder talking about how that works for her, which was fascinating. We've had comedians talking about um, alcoholism and also grief. We had Carrie Ed Lloyd talking about the grief cast, which is a brilliant mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and then also we've had, you know, experts on hypnotherapy and like breathing exercises to talk about more practical advice. And we've had ourselves a few times as well to kind of explain that we're not just kind of bystanders for mental illness. We do have our own lived experiences. So we've had a pretty big range of different people and different types of people to cover off, I think, all the different ways that mental illness can manifest. Brilliant. Yeah. It's a big old mix because we have, as Ellen said, we, we really focused on people with lived experience and it doesn't matter if someone's a celebrity or just sort of um, a random person sort of on the street or, you know, someone we've got to know through writing for Metro or something. So we have had some really big names like Ruby Wax, Barney Gordon, we had Rose McGowan, we had Audley Harrison, um, Dane Kelly Holmes, Professor Green. So we've had some quite, you know, sort of A-list celebrities, but we've also had some really, really interesting chats just with people who happen to live with mental illness. So that's, that's I think that's why it's quite an interesting combination of, of chats for us. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, yeah, great range there. And Yvette, how, how did things work out at the start of all this? Obviously, you know, everybody struggled, um, and rightly so, with, with getting to grips with what was happening. And uh, I know a lot of podcasters put things on hold and just thought, I can't do this, or I don't want to record these if we're not doing them face to face. How did you get up to speed with um, doing things over Zoom and that kind of thing? And did you find that it was helpful to have the the routine of doing the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. It really helped me having the routine of the podcast, especially because I'm freelance. So I think I think we're really lucky because we have a producer on our podcast. Well, we have two producers, a guy called Sam and also um, Juliet. And so um, when sort of we realised things were going as they were, and then you know we had all had to work from home, um, Sam was really great in sort of helping us to set set up the technical side. Um, he advised which mics we should get. Um, so for me, I just sort of got the one that he recommended. And he's been really great in terms of if, if anything's gone wrong, anything sort of technical with our guests, he'll have a chat with them so we can sort of sort that out. Um, but yeah, definitely in terms of still doing it, it has been really helpful for my, just for my own mental health, to be honest, having that routine um, because it's a weekly podcast, comes out every week. Um, during lockdown, we actually were doing more. So we were putting it out a couple of times a week. So to have that as part of, of my routine was really helpful, actually, um, because I think if I'd been on furlough, I think I might have found things quite difficult, to be honest, because, you know, I'd got quite anxious. It was quite difficult. And so to have that work, as well as the other work that I do for The Times and a few other places, was was really handy, actually, because it kept, kept me in a, a good routine, really. Hmm. Yeah. Same for you, Ellen. Yeah, I think just talking to people other than my boyfriend who I live and work with was massively helpful. (laughs) And also selfishly, I think because we do a mental health podcast, a lot of times I can bring in experts to just ask them advice for me personally and like disguise it as like, oh no, this is just a general question. Mm. Like dealing with the anxiety of like the pandemic and um, struggling with going out in crowded places we were able to just ask 
you know, some of the best experts in the industry for advice on that. So yeah, it's been really helpful in that sense as well. Yeah, I bet. And if we have people listening who haven't heard of the podcast before and they'd like to get involved, would it just be a case of sort of scrolling through and seeing which episodes stand out to them? Or do you think it's better to start at the beginning and follow your journey as such? What do you think, Ellen? I I would say that not because I think we're so brilliant or whatever, or I'm self-obsessed, but they should start with the ones that are with Yvette and I. We did ones that were 2000 in 2019, I think, that are kind of Yvette unedited and Ellen unedited. And I just think that's a really good kind of grounding experience of like, this is who we are. We know what you're going through. This isn't just us talking from like a completely unbiased, uninterested perspective. The fact is that I have depression and OCD. Uh, Yvette has bipolar disorder. I think that's a really good place to start. Mm. And then I think Yvette can highlight some of the actual brilliant guests we have. But that one's a good starting point, I think. I suppose it depends what you're looking for, what you're looking to get out of a podcast, really. Because, you know, if if the big names appeal to you, you know, if you're a fan of Dame Kelly Holmes, I mean, she's got some really great inspirational quotes, um, none of which I can remember off the top of my head, which are terrible. But if you listen <laughs> have to go and to listen, podcast, yeah. I've really listened to that. And just, she's really inspiring. She's been through so much. And you'd never know, really, just unless you sort of heard her talk about her mental health stuff. So if, you, if a particular guest appeals to you, you know, if you... We had Matt, Matt Haig on, so if you're a fan of Matt Haig's writing, um, maybe you'd want to go to that one first. But then on the other hand, you know, I think if it was me personally, I think one of the reasons I really liked in the podcast is because hopefully it helps people who might be living with similar issues. So for me, having bipolar disorder, I might just go straight to the ones um, with guests with bipolar disorder, and that wouldn't necessarily be celebrities. That would just be, I think we've done about four or five now which are just sort of writers and just sort of everyday people who just happen to have it and they're just interesting chats and also I did a chat with the CEO of Bipolar UK so those ones might be useful or equally um, if you have anxiety and especially if you've been struggling at the moment which you know goodness knows we all have there's some really good chats with um, with bloggers and writers and, and just really good speakers on anxiety so you might want to sort of just pick out in that sort of way yeah, I, I suppose it just depends on the way that you approach podcasts, whether you think, oh, yeah, I like, you know, I like Matt Hager, I like Brian Gordon, or I really like uh, this celebrity. If you, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of Charmed, you might want to go straight to the Rose McGowan one because she's just a fantastic speaker. Like, that interview's really stayed with me because she's just, just as a, a speaker, she's just such an interesting person. And she was quite intense as well, but just she's had such an interesting life and she's been through so much, obviously, all the Harvey Weinstein stuff. So, yeah, it really depends on your own sort of preference, I think, and what you're hoping to get out of it. Okay, great. Moving forward, obviously, we're still sort of stuck at home, or at least a lot of people are choosing to be, even if you can go out a bit, and it looks like we might be um, locked down even more again. Who knows? Nobody really knows what's happening. Do you guys have any... It's hard to make plans moving forward, but do you have any big plans moving forward? Is it just keep going, keep putting the podcast out each week and just see what happens? Ellen, what do you, what do you think? Uh, personally, I think I want to do a lot of the things that other people were doing at the start of lockdown that I kind of missed the wave of in terms okay. of baking and exercising because <laughs> I just didn't do that and I regret it because I didn't feel great mentally mm. or physically afterwards. So if we go into lockdown again, I'll actually do the things that I recommend. Podcast-wise, I think we're not sure Honestly, we mm. kind of last week made the decision to go, okay, we're going to revert back from 
the coronavirus focus to do more generally mentally yours but if we go back into lockdown that might change again I think the good thing about the way that we're operating is that it can be kind of reactive and it depends what happens but beyond that no plans like you said it's difficult to plan for the future we don't really know what it looks like or what's happening even like right now like there could be another lockdown I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen yeah it's very very tough to know but um, Yvette, are you sort of happy and uh, you've got used to recording over Zoom and things like that and you sort of know know what you're doing and sort of, I say happy to carry on. I think everybody would like to have a bit more variation in life and maybe not this huge worry, but um, more or less you're sort of happy to keep going recording how you are. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do feel like I've got used to it, um, the, mm. the way that we, we're working now and the way that we're chatting to guests. It feels more natural just because we've been doing it sort of for a while now. I mean, I really do miss seeing our guests and like face to face because that was a really nice thing for me you know coming into the office and I mean I'm a hugger that's what I really miss you know <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm that sort of person um, and I live alone and so like I've I realized the other day I hadn't had a hug for like six months which was sort of bleak but I've had one now so that's nice um, <laughs> but yeah so, <laughs> so with our guests you know I used to be very sort of no, I don't think I was overly touchy, touchy feely, but you know, like if they looked like they wanted to hug, then I would, you know, hug yeah. them or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I that. And I'm, you know, like, because I just feel like when you're interviewing people, especially when it's about sort of, it can be quite heavy stuff and stuff to do with sort of mental illness, which is obviously the, the whole thing that we talk about all the time. Sometimes it can't can get, get quite deep. And, and sometimes I feel like it's just easier to have those conversations face to face because you pick up on these small cues that people are giving and, you know, you can, I think you can be more sensitive, you know, like you can be sensitive over the phone and over Zoom, but it's, I don't think it's quite as easy to, to kind of make that connection. Um, so, and so I just miss that, you know, because I'm sort of a people person, I'm like a, like I say, a hugger. So mm. I miss that side of that aspect to the interview. But yeah, we've, we've adapted. And I think we'll just sort of carry on like this until it's safe, <laughs> safe to sort of go back to how we're doing things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally know how you feel because even when you, even when you see friends or family now, you're still quite you're not really sure, are you, if you should be giving them a hug? And it's a very mm. difficult time. But uh, hopefully, uh, in a few months, in a year, who knows? We'll, we'll be able to hug freely again. But thank you uh, to you both for coming on and talking about uh, mentally yours. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who um, will want to go and check it out and who will sort of totally agree and empathize with what you guys have been talking about. Um, so thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. There you have it, Ellen and Yvette from Mentally Yours. That was a great chat, Adam. Yeah, yeah, it was. I really, I really like talking to them. It was um, obviously doing these chats over Zoom. You sort of realise. Obviously, you will have heard we had a we had a great chat about the, the changes that they had to make in in doing their podcast over Zoom and how that affected their mental health. And uh, but how they realised that doing the podcast was just such a important part of their routine. And I'm sure anybody who does a podcast has found that you know, keeping going. I know you, Stu, you said early on, didn't you, in lockdown that just carrying on doing your podcast was something that you could just keep doing and, and sort of kept you going, basically. It was it was both a distraction uh, from the, the overwhelming gloom and, and, and fear that was being sort of projected via the news. Um, and, it, and it was also, aside from being a distraction, it was an opportunity to connect with people. Be it over Zoom, it was still being able to 
connect and, and, and meet people and talk to people. So, yeah, absolutely key to, to keeping my head where I wanted it to be throughout this uh, pandemic. Perfect. Well, as we teased at the start, um, we're not going to go to a third guest now. I mean, we are, but um, he's already here. Um, so obviously a lot of people will be aware of Scroobius Pips podcast distraction pieces. Um, but we thought it'd be quite cool for you to talk about, well, I mean, you can talk about wherever you like really, but I'm sure there are some specific episodes that you'd like to highlight or perhaps point people to. Yeah. Or that was it. So kind of in the early days of the podcast, and this is, is going back five, six years when there, there hadn't been as much of a push on openly talking about mental health. Thankfully, it seems to grow year after year and the first guest I had on that really opened up hugely was Eddie Eddie Temple Morris because me and Eddie have worked with Calm for uh, many years who's a a men's mental health charity and so I knew because of that that we would go deep but I didn't know how deep we'd go and how quickly so quite early on Eddie really opened up to me about his his own suicide attempt and what led him there the support at work, his struggles to talk to people at work and things like that. And it, it was just amazing to get to provide a platform for for that kind of conversation. And then shortly after, recorded in the exact same studio in, in London, I had Gal Porter on. And both of these ended up being two-parters because when we get onto subjects like this, it's you, you don't want to be going, well we're coming up to the hour mark now so we're going to wrap things up and uh send you off into the world so yeah gail porter came on and spoke about her str- struggles with mental health and when she was committed into into a hospital to 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 tackle these things and and how she deals with things now so those two really early on i think then made distraction pieces kind of a bit known as a as a safe space so whilst I never particularly push anyone to talk about anything heavy, I kind of always try and let them know that they can if they want. And we've had some amazing ones over the years. So, yeah, really interesting. The Gal Porter one, I remember, I'm sure I, I phoned you up or, or, or texted you after finishing listening to that. And and it absolutely blew me away when I first heard that. It was it was such a yeah. – she's she's so open and honest. And, and yeah, and it was just it was just a really – and it was quite different from uh, you know some of the other podcasts of yours I've listened to, to at that point, and yeah, I think it definitely cemented the fact that distraction pieces is a safe space. Should people want to go that little bit deeper, it's it's one of the beautiful things of podcasts as well. Is they're always there. Like I still get regular messages about about those two episodes from people who've just found it when they needed it. The Limmy episode as well, the Ian Lee episode, are a few that and or the Ashley. B episode as as well it's really nice to get a mixture of people really opening up about these things and and as as we've talked about over this whole episode i think it can be a huge thing to just to have it confirmed that you're not the only one that's thought this or gone through this or struggling with this and as we always try and do in the episodes to have some recommendations of people like calm of the samaritans of of different professional services that can help you further than just listening to a podcast you know i think one of the other things we should you know maybe touch on and, and as much as we've, we've spoke to people that are, that host mental health podcasts even podcasts that aren't about mental health yeah 
uh, can be very, very good for people's mental health. You know, as as I mentioned earlier, as a distraction, you know, from from what's going on. You know, uh, we've all got our own podcasts, and you know, I, I know for a fact that you have Pip, but you know, we've had we've all you know we've all had people messaging just saying, "Oh, I really appreciate your podcasts." You know, they it's yeah. you know I've, I've been feeling a bit low, and it's given me a something else to think about, and it takes my head you know away from my problems for a while, and and you know, and, and I think that podcasts you know just like whether you you know you're sticking the telly on or putting a record on they they can be really good for just a a momentary distraction from the stuff that you know can be bringing you down yeah 100 percent. i couldn't agree more yeah totally i remember those episodes pip this, they came out obviously long before we started pod bible and before i'd even yeah. met you obviously now i feel like i have to listen every week to your podcast <laughs> but then then i actually chose to but no, they, they, they were great. And I remember I, I used to listen to them driving when I had a young baby and we used to go out on a Wednesday afternoon and uh, I'd drive and try and get to her to have a nap. And those kind of conversations were, would really help me then because I, I used to struggle a little bit with the whole new baby supposed to be feeling, you know, all these feelings of joy, yeah. just how hard it was. Um, but even though they weren't, these people weren't specifically talking about the same experiences that i was going through it's just it's just nice to have a company and to hear, hear people talking um and opening up and um yeah as you say Stu, there are just so many podcasts even if they're not talking about mental health just hearing people chat and hearing people completely talk to each other is just great we've had messages from people um that, that you know i guess could be agoraphobic could be you know, just don't have the confidence to, to go to the pub or don't have a, a network mm. of friends to go to the pub with and you know, for the, the, the hardcore listening podcast, we've had people say, that's for us, that's like going down the pub and sitting with our friends. Hearing you having a chat is, you know, that that to us is, you know, that that's us going out. That's our little social, you know, circle yeah. going down. But it's just listening to a couple of strangers having a chat. And I just think it's it's, it's brilliant. There's, you know, there's stuff out there that, that people can just take themselves away for a little bit and, and get lost in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, usually at the end, we'd, uh, we'd sort of go through all the pod Bible stuff and tell you how to keep in touch with us and where all our information is, but thought it was probably a good idea just to let you know about some of the brilliant mental health resources that there are out there. Obviously, um, Pip mentioned, um, calm and you've done work with them before. I think you mentioned Samaritans as well. Um, mental health foundation is mentalhealth.org and they're the organizers of world mental health day. And they've got loads of great stuff on their website. Um, mind.org.uk obviously they promote the views and needs of people with mental health problems and again their website is full of really useful tips and techniques and other resources and there's loads there's loads of stuff out there and then podcast wise i thought you know it'd be good to mention a couple of the others um more specifically i know Stu. or, or just before we get to that can i just say Go and have a browse any of those websites, even if you're not n- not feeling down. I think those things are always good to go and have a look mm. around because they do have tips. And often when you're in that dark place, you're not in the mindset to go and look for help or to, to, to seek help and guidance. So I really recommend anyone who's listening now who's feeling absolutely fine to go and have a look because there could still be these l- little things that make the day-to-day annoyances easier or the day-to-day doubts or things like that. So, yeah. But yeah, sorry, I don't, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, no, that's a great point because yeah, if you... it, it it doesn't have to be that. Oh, I'm feeling really down. I need to talk to someone. It can be. Let's just have a look. Let's just see what the guidance there is. Yeah, 
And then, you know, if uh, if you get to a stage where you are having a tough time, you might remember some of those things that you've read so or, or seen. So that is, is really handy. Uh, but podcast-wise, I just wanted to give a shout-out to some of the other ones, such as um, the Mental Illness Happy Hour, Mental Health Book Club, um, Griefcast, of course, is, is a podcast doing great work that gives a lot of people comfort. Um, Insane in the Membrane, of course, um, is one that, um, you know, we've had Rich on here and you guys are very matey with rich but he's been doing some great work as well there's just loads of stuff out there so um yeah go and have a listen go and have a read and uh hopefully this has been of some use absolutely so yeah that's that's kind of our conversations uh thank you to to all of the guests and to you guys for having those conversations it's um yeah hopefully this can can reach some people at, at the right time perfect well we'll be back on monday with a normal episode of the pod bible podcast but uh until then thanks for listening bye bye see you soon